Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And just want to welcome everybody. I'm recording this on the early Wednesday morning. I'm actually recording this uh, before I head into the gym this morning. You know, your boy is trying to you know, get back in shape over here. You know, he's uh, getting tired of being a little little big around the edges, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, I'm actually uh, just recording this here. wanted to get this up early as soon as I can. I wanted to go and just uh, bring up a couple, all three teams, really. Just give you guys a quick update on all of them. But uh, mainly, we're actually going to continue on um, the conversations that we kind of had on the last podcast. Uh, so going to give you a continued um update when it comes down to the Raiders a couple things that have kind of happened here some of it might be old news but I'll just kind of let you know that it's been a few days since all that news has came out I'll kind of let you know what I what I'm seeing the impact of those um those moves or those things that have happened you know kind of affecting the Raiders uh plus with the Lakers you'll it's not much of an update on the Lakers I'm just gonna let you guys know kind of what some talks have been kind of going around with um the what the, what the potential could happen with the lakers and then talk to you guys about the playoffs um game one actually happened yesterday of the eastern conference finals with the um so with the celtics and the miami heat uh how did that game actually end up going i'm actually pulling up the stats right now guys sorry uh but uh the the heat actually did win that one i was actually really really surprised um, when it came down to it because um honestly i'm i was I'm honestly thinking that the that the Celtics have a really good chance of coming out of the East in this series. Uh, no disrespect to the, the to the Heat or anything like that, but I don't know. It's just something about the the Celtics, especially if they got Mark when when they get Marcus Smart back. It sounds like he's going to be back here in the next couple of days or maybe in the next game. Uh, the only downside that they got really right now is that Al Horford is is out right now. Um, Al is a really big uh, part of their of their offense, and he's one of the reasons why they're able to go five out and still be able to provide some uh, some you know some some length and some size in the middle uh, to be able to go ahead and kind of match up really well um, with that, with Bam Adebayo and a couple of the other players that play down low. But um, we'll talk about that. But mainly, we'll also continue on the conversation here of the Raiders. And there's been some other news when it comes down to it. Um, mainly, we will talk about. You know, just uh, as I mentioned, some of those trades are uh, a trade that happened with Brian Edwards, Cordis, if you guys might have seen that. Uh, a couple of players that the Raiders have been kind of looking into, and we'll just kind of get right into that. Uh, so just before I move on forward here, guys, I do just want to mention that you can find me on my, um, just to, you know, mention my social medias and everything out there. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter as well. It's going to be West Coast Pod 702. Plus, you can hit me up directly on my email account. It's West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, definitely hit me up on there. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Um, if you guys want me to bring up any kind of specific topics or anything like that, or if you guys just want to chat, that's totally fine with me too. But anyways... Uh, just to get right into it here, guys, we'll start off. Let's see. Well, maybe we'll start off with the, with the Dodgers here today. <clears throat> so Dodgers have actually 
uh, ended up coming out of the, uh, I don't even know what to call it, but it was a double header that they ended up playing against with the, with the Diamondbacks. All I got to say just before I move on forward here, guys, I feel so bad for some of these guys. These, well, for, for, for Major League Baseball players. These guys, unfortunately, have to travel so much this year. And with it being a shorter season because of the um, the whole lockout thing that happened over the offseason and the whole negotiation of the, um, of the CBA that they have, it really made things like, kind of crammed together when it comes down to their season. I mean, for one thing, they play 162 games. That's a lot of games. And it's over the time span of, what, six months, I want to say? From April, yeah, from April all the way out to September. So actually, that's five months. Yeah, my bad. I'm over here thinking about October, but October, you fit a whole playoff. You fit the entire playoffs in one month. Sometimes this spills over to uh, to the first couple of days of November, depending on how long some of the series take. But that's pretty wild to me, especially this year, because you see... I mean, they, they were really smart when it came down to the logistics and everything. But if you guys see some of the, some of these team schedules, they're straight going from just like this. The Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, they just got done playing over in L.A. Now tonight and they and they played a doubleheader. So they played one game at one and then the other game at seven. So some of these guys had to play two games in one day. Now they have to go back over and travel back to L.A. or no. No, sorry, they were just in L.A. Now they got to go over to Arizona. I mean, I know it's not a huge, uh, I mean, maybe it's a plane ride or some shit, you know, but still, you have to go ahead and just be done with the game just to go travel to go to another game, which starts at 1 p.m. Like, that's wild to me. But, hey, it is what it is. That's why these guys get paid big-time money in order to go and play a sport, right? You know, so, I mean, no complaints here or anything like that, but I just think it's pretty wild how these guys are traveling like that. Definitely a big time up. So when it comes down to them still being able to produce and still be able to get all these runs, uh, they had an amazing game on the doubleheader where they actually, I believe, let a position player um, end up pitching there to close out the game. So it was uh, 12 to three at the end of that game there. And so with that, with that doubleheader there, I believe the Dodgers actually squeezed their way into the into first place, actually creating a little bit of distance there with the Padres, not by much, but by one game. <laughs> so. Um, you know, but uh, as long as they're building some sort of a lead, you definitely notice that, I mean, with, with the moves that the Padres kind of made over the offseason and with how good they were last season, you definitely expected them to be in the runnings with the Dodgers, you know, just kind of stick in there with them. A lot of people are also thinking that the Mets are going to be a big time contender, uh, possibly for the World Series, similar with the Padres or with the Dodgers. You can maybe even include the Yankees, a couple other teams in there. Uh, but so far, those are some of the early favorites. Now, again, it's May. Um, similar to if you guys maybe caught uh, Aaron Judge uh, from the New York Yankees, they asked them, they're like, oh, how do you feel about getting MVP chance? He's like, it's it's May. I don't really care about it. You know, so it's May. It's it's really early in the season. We'll have to go in and see what happens, of course, move, moving forward. Uh, but hey, for right now, Dodgers are in first place. They're playing good. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. Uh, but moving forward from the Dodgers there, guys, just to, give, just to give you that quick update there with them. So with the Lakers, <laughs> there is a lot of stuff going on. It is absolutely incredible how the Lakers are not even playing in the playoffs this entire time, but they've been in the news like crazy. So the coaching search for the Lakers has 
gotten, I believe, to the point. There's been reports talking about Phil Jackson, you know, because of what he said and because of his uh, consulting with the two, with the team and management and everything and ownership, that they have now looked into talking, or they have now approached these interviews, these coaching interviews, in the sense of asking them, all right, how do you plan on using or utilizing Russell Westbrook moving forward? Now, I don't know about you guys, but that to me sounds like he's going to stick around, right? Now, I don't know if I should be worried. I don't know if I should be concerned or uh, I don't know. But that's a, that's a little odd to me. Uh, from after everything that happened in the last season, from wanting to go and trade him to making it well known that they were wanting to trade him. You know, and damn near looking every single where, you know, leaving no stone under overturned kind of deal. You know, they looked at every single opportunity from, from the sounds of it because they got all the way down to the Rockets. And it came down to them trading for uh, John Wall and Christian Wood and then for us to give them a pick. Now, maybe that might still happen. I mean, honestly, Christian Wood is a, is a damn good center. That'll take care of that center spot. And he's a center who can actually shoot a three ball. So it'll be really nice to go and actually see what that could look like. But that's just me. Now, I thought this even last year. Now, of course, I didn't. I understood why they didn't do it, because if you wait till this offseason, this offseason, they'll be able to go and use or utilize another draft pick on top of that. You know, they'll, they'll have access to another draft pick. So it's not so even if they do trade one away, they still got that one um, on the balance on, on the books there. So when you think about it that way, it kind of makes sense when it came down to the trade, you know, because. In all reality, Christian Wood was not playing that that season. I believe he was he was already injured out for the season, and so on, and so and so what. But um, John Wall, maybe he would have been a better contributor than Russell. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, that's that's something that we. It's hypothetical, you know. It's nothing that we could actually go in and see, or nothing that we could have that we could have actually had any kind of information on. No. You can argue, yeah, maybe John Wall has a better skill set that would have fit better. But um, again, he has those really, he has a pretty bad injury rap sheet when it comes down to it. So, you know, you don't know what you're really getting there when it comes down to that. You don't know if you're going to get somebody who's going to stick around kind of deal. But with all that being said, though, guys, the coaching search and the and offseason talks have really come down to just who are they going to go ahead and get as a coach? It looks like there's been a lot of um, interest in Mark Jackson. There's been a lot of interest, it sounds like, maybe even in Doc Rivers. The first one I'm cool with, Mark Jackson, that'd be cool to go and see. <clears throat> now, I really think the Lakers should look into somebody who's going to have a little bit more... What's the word I'm looking for? A little bit more leadway, if you would. You know, when it comes down to it. Uh, a little bit more leadway when it comes down to, you know, the, the ability of being able to go and talk to some of these guys and being able to go ahead and, uh, and you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't even imagine. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I actually had some music going on over here in the background. But, um, you know, if, if somebody who has the ability to be able to control the room, I was talking to actually my coworker the other day about this, you know. They need to have that kind of person that's going to be able to head into that room, you know, not be afraid of anybody. Um, I don't know if you guys maybe caught the game last night, but did you um, did you notice that with um, the Boston Celtics uh, head coach, Yume Odoka, 
dude had no problem yelling at Jalen Brown, at Jason Tatum. You know, he had no problem doing that and telling these guys, like, telling these guys off, like, telling them, like, sit your asses down on this bench because you guys are playing like crap or whatever the case is, or maybe he used some other kind of language, but you get the gist of what I was kind of, what I'm kind of getting there, right? If you get a coach like that who's not afraid of being able to talk to these players, you know, like, you know, and, and help them understand that, you know, maybe sometimes they don't see things how how they should or maybe things you know maybe they just need another person out there to go and tell them like hey you guys something ain't right here you know something like that but whatever the case is hopefully they find something somebody like that and when it comes down to the whole resting i either want one or two things either you trade them or figure out a way to get a get a move move away from him or if you're going to keep them make sure you build around them Make sure you guys get some defensive guys who are going to be able to help these guys. Because then if not, what are you really asking? You're asking LeBron to go ahead and become a defensive stopper at, at, at year number 20? For real? But, hey. Again, this is maybe... This is why I don't get paid the big bucks to be a general manager and all that. But I really do think that it's as easy as that. as them just being able to go and build around them. Make sure you guys put pieces around them that, that are going to help them. You know, not necessarily provide other obstacles for them you know so to say but uh, with that being said though that is going to be pretty much all i'm going to go to just say on the lakers um, we'll have to go and see what happens um you know with the offseason uh celtics are celtics are playing well um you know the, the that last game that game yesterday you really just miami just outplayed them they came through really really hard in that second half and that really set the tone for it and really just kind of ever since then they never looked back really so um on the last uh, uh, tonight, well, uh, I think yeah, it's actually gonna, it's actually going to be tonight. The Warriors versus the Mavs. I'm really excited for that one. I'm thinking <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the Mavs win it. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Warriors win it either. Now, who am I really going to take? I'm, I'm really thinking that the Mavs are going to are going to take it. Uh, they could take it maybe game six, game seven. I think. Uh, now I could definitely think. I can definitely see it being the other way around, but I don't know. It's something about Luca, man. I don't know. I've liked to do it ever since he came into ever since he came into the league. Uh, it's just something about the guy. You know, he's one of those kind of players. Uh, when it comes down to the Miami Heat and Boston Celtics series, ugh. I, me of course, being a Laker fan, I want the Miami Heat to win. I, I like, like the hell with Boston, the hell with the Celtics. <laughs> Now, I definitely can see some scenarios where Boston wins maybe like in six or seven as well. Um, I But my after seeing last night's game and everything and maybe looking at a couple of things, thinking about a couple things through, um, I mean, we'll have to go in and see what happens with Horford when if, if or when he's going to come back. Um, same thing with Smart. You know, it's more like a win with, with Smart, but with Art with Horford, you're not sure if he's going to be able to come back in time because all depending if he has to take those 14, if he's going to be positive or negative, whatever the case is. But we'll have to see. Uh, it sucks for the sucks for that though. That I mean uh, it's a horrible timing when it comes down to that. But uh, the series, I could definitely see it going. Maybe Miami in six. You know, I, I feel like it's going to be another one of those series, you know, six, seven around there. Um, I could definitely see it being Miami, though. You know, if, if I would have to go in and take a choice right now, like if I was going to put some money on somebody, Miami in six. 
And then if I had to put money on the West, the Mavs and the Mavericks and seven, you know, that that would be my those would be my picks. I feel like for sure if the Mavs and the and the Warriors go go to seven, yeah, I feel like the Mavs would just squeak by, you know, the Luka would just take over on game seven. But um, yeah, that's going to pretty much just cover the NBA, the Lakers there. Uh, we're just going to continue on the conversation here with when it comes down to the uh, to the Raiders. So guys, a uh, bit of news that it's kind of come out when after after last pot after the last pot that I had. So, uh, Raiders have moved on from Brian Edwards. Uh, if you guys don't remember, Brian Edwards was a third round pick, uh, wide receiver, uh, number eighty nine. If you don't remember the number, um, or if you remember maybe the number, but maybe not the name. Dude is a dude was a or is. A freaking monster out there he's huge for being a wide receiver he runs violently he runs like you don't want to get in this dude's way like he's a similar build to like a like a darren waller if you will and, or maybe even bigger and this dude has huge hands like um Derek carr once referenced him saying that he has huge hands like crab like uh, michael crabtree you know he man him him and Derek carr they had a great, um, you know, they had a great, they had a great pairing. You know, they had some great uh, chemistry when it came down to it. Now, unfortunately, things didn't really plan, plan out or pan out for um, Brian Edwards there. You really are sad to kind of see him go, you know, when it comes down to it, because you definitely saw some potential. Um, you definitely saw that, you know, he had the the ability to be to to be something big. He always came through in the clutch, especially in overtimes. Uh, you know, so. I mean, um, it, it it wouldn't take long to go to notice that there may be that there might be something special, but hey, maybe uh, Josh McDaniels and the other team and the rest of the staff maybe saw something that they didn't, you know, they don't necessarily need on the team, and um, with potentially some other names being out there, maybe you just wanted to go and move on forward from that rather than later. You know, maybe just get what you can for him now at this point, rather than getting almost next to nothing later on kind of deal. And uh, you, you get to see maybe, you know, with, with the wide receivers that are out there, you know, like an Odell Beckham Jr., you know, you have that, that name's been thrown quite, quite a, a bit. I don't know about you guys, but it'll be dope to go in and see OBJ in, uh, in black and silver, you know, but hey. That's just me kind of thinking, but people have been mentioning around that he might be interested in going back and or going with the Raiders. Uh, there's been a couple other names kind of thrown around. Plus, the, the Raiders have a pretty big or pretty big wide receiver room, so we'll have to see what happens when it comes down to that. There hasn't been much fire, much smoke when it comes down to that. The the big name that has kind of come around is James Bradbury. Now, this dude is a. I want to say he's he's definitely he's a veteran. I want to say he's been around the league around like six seven years or so. Uh, he's uh, formerly of the of the New York Giant or the New York Giants. He has some uh, he has some history when it comes down to Patrick Graham, the def the defensive coordinator with the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, uh, when he was with the New York Giants, you get to see that you get to see why, of course, that he would be in, they would be interested in him. And you know, you have some people who kind of mention, oh, he's not that he's not a man-to-man -man kind of guy. Or he likes to play zone, this and that, or whatever the case is. And it's not his play style. You know, he's not going to fit in with Patrick Graham's style. Blah 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 blah. Who cares? The dude can play. And I don't, I don't know about you guys, but when you got a dude to play, you just let him go. You know what I mean? You just let him do what, let him do what he do. You know? 
it's kind of like that in basketball. You know, if you got a dude that can hoop, you just let the man hoop. You know, you just get the hell out the way or, or try to help out when you can or how you, or however you can. Um, you know, it's it's kind of you know when it's like that in in football. If you have a dude who could just go, who I mean, hey, more power to him when it comes down to it. You know what I mean? But uh, if, if the dude, I believe he ended up having four or five interceptions last year that would have topped the team for the Raiders. I would have been the, the leader of the Raiders there. Um, he damn near had half of the interceptions that the whole team had. I believe the whole team had 10 interceptions all year. When it came down to the Raiders, he had four. So he almost had half. You know, so I mean, definitely would be he would be a great addition. The fact that he hasn't signed anything currently because he's been released now from the Giants for I want to say about four or five days, and it's great news that he's been talking. He's actually been talking to the media, saying that he's going to be patient, that they're going to take their time, see what they're going to do, blah blah blah. That's great news because as of June first, which is in about two weeks, June first, second, third, somewhere around there, right before my dad's birthday. Um, or actually on the third is my dad's birthday, but, uh, right before then, or right around that time, the Raiders are going to be getting some additional money for some of the players that they ended up, uh, releasing in the off season or trading way. I want to say in the off season, and that's going to result in some additional, uh, cap room, you know? So if that's the case, it sounds like that's going to be the, th- the case that's going to happen. So, cause if he was only caring about the money, he would just go right over to the highest bidder because the Raiders, even with that additional money, because I want to say it's an extra 20K or 20, 20 mil. I want to say 15, 20K, 20 mil. And if that is the case, then they can definitely offer that. But if that if that if that's the case, though, that's definitely not the highest that he can get. You know, if he wants to get paid like a, like big bucks, he's going to probably go with somebody else. But the fact that he hasn't done that is a good deal. It's a good uh, is good news. Now. The last player I'm going to talk about, it sounds like the Raiders have been showing some interest in a big-time defense alignment, Nadamika Sue. Now, this guy is absolute monster. Like, I mean, the dude's name just sounds like a monster. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But honestly, it would be really exciting to see this guy play for the Raiders, um, just uh, provide some additional size on that defensive line. Um, we'll have to go in and see. Uh, the Raiders have been have been one of the one of the guys or one of the teams really looking into him. There's been a few others. I believe the Rams have looked into him again. Um, I have to just see. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of uh, maybe he's another one of those that's just kind of waiting for that uh, June first, second, whatever to come by, and that way so he can get a little extra money. You know, we'll see what happens when it comes down to all these uh, all these all these acquisitions, all these rumors and everything. But hey. It's still the off season. We got a long way to go. Uh, I mean, mini camp, rookie mini camps are just starting when it comes down to it. Hopefully, we'll have some reports as to how some of these guys are doing, how these guys are looking. I'll be covering all of that as much as I can. Uh, with this being Wednesday, I'll actually be trying to record another podcast on Friday, the latest. If not, hopefully tomorrow, so that way you can give you guys at least three a week or something like that. Hopefully, build some kind of consistency there with you guys. But. Until next time, guys, 
I hope you guys appreciate it or, or hope you guys like this um, this podcast. I definitely appreciate every single one of you who are listening, who continue to listen. And please definitely make sure you tell your friends, your family, your uh, anybody, coworkers, whoever the case is, your dentist, I don't, I don't know, your mailman. I don't really care. <laughs> but uh, please tell people about it. Go and let, let your peoples know. Hopefully they like it as well. I'm going to be trying to get a little bit better. Hopefully getting some better equipment, getting some better stuff going on. Uh, but we'll see. Until next time, guys, though, I hope I hope again that you enjoyed it. Enjoy the rest of your week. Happy hump day. I'll see you guys later on. All right. Peace.